previously on Chronicles of Starlight. It looks human. Like, like that's it. That's human. But they've got long white hair and white eyes, perfectly white teeth, and he's grinning. Wait, wait, wait. No, wait. you don't. What? I fucking, I fucking tackle this dude. You know what I have always wanted to know what would happen? If I killed one of you. All right. Well, I think I've got a volunteer right here. He picks you up. F. Uh, should should we should we really kill each other off when we're like trying to save the universe here? Well, in order to save the universe, you gotta know the universe. And he rams a big black claw through Abby, instantly killing her. Shit. Okay. Bye, guys. Is there a possible way that we can unstuck her? She nods. We're gonna get her back. How do we, how do we get her back? Next episode! Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, God. Okay, so what happened last time is you guys had a fun, fun little time in Strawberry's Land, and then Abby died. <laughs> I sure did. Ab yeah. Abby got a hand through the chest. Um, a delicious, delicious death. I got Polly Mod. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. She's now stuck in fantasy Costco. <laughs> I'm floating in the abyss. You're in gay baby jail. Yeah. Yes. I'm stuck in the Costco pizza <laughs> oven. Please rescue me. Delicious, I don't want to become a pizza. $2 pizza slices. And She's just eating all the pizza. Waiting. It's like, oh, I've, I got some time. I'm going to eat this pizza. And, and the pretzels that that they always run out of by the time I get there. Oh. Those bastards. <laughs> Just make more pretzels! <laughs> um. When you die, you become a fancy Costco appliance. Oh boy, I yep. can't wait to become um, a TV. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be stuck in fantasy Costco than fantasy Ikea, so... I, yeah, ideas IKEA is more of um, conceptual and uh, box-like. <laughs> I also would not want to be stuck in fantasy Walmart. <laughs> fantasy Home Depot sounds like it would be really fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get to touch all of the screws and the nuts and the bolts, it's and look at the lights. All, all the workers are gnomes, so every time you turn around, you got... It, it's not an elf. <laughs> oh, not I thought you were just going to say they're so they're all gnomes, so you can't tell the difference between the garden gnomes and the actual, like, employees. <laughs> it's not a goblin. It's a, it's a gnome. And you've been gnomed. Gnomeo and Julie. Yeah. So we're all super fucking tired. 
Yes. It's all Akka's fault. No, that's so mean. It's not. It's not. It's not. I'm sorry. But it is, though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. So you gotta go rescue Abby from Gay Baby Jail. Idrew is, um... She seems still pretty upset, but she's determined. She's, um, slapping her face a bunch, and is like, Alright, here's the plan. Uh, we've gotta get suited up, and we gotta go down there, down at the Planet Pink, and we gotta rescue her on foot. Um... We need something of Abby's uh, that we can use to locate her. Any ideas? Uh, I have this uh, nunchuck letter that she got from the other world. Oh, yeah. Will will this really work? You need something that's, like, really personal to them, I think. So, uh... uh, Uh... I don't, I don't know. I don't know what's personal to Abby. I know her for like a week. And you guys can go through her effects. Her body's right there. Yeah, her body's literally (laughs) right there. Let's let's just Okay, so you loot an Abby. Let me pull up her sheet real quick, because I forgot that I wasn't going to be playing her today, so I was like, I don't need this. (laughs) Yeah. Uh... I just like, okay, um... I'm gonna, I'm gonna get, um... A large thing of water um should we do we do we have one of those large inflatable things that have a lot of can hold a lot of water and strawberry's like um i i think they called one of those like a, a little kiddie pool um yeah i can see if i can grab that and uh what what else do you need and uh a nap yes nap <laughs> nap would be lovely um I need some some sort of flotation thingy, some something to float it with. Uh, we have like um, those little tiny peanuts, those little packet are, peanuts. Are y'all like preparing Abby for a baptism? No, 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 no. no. Uh, like a list of effects. Um, I'll just kind of list them off. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. What you find on Abby's person, um, I believe this is what should be on her person, not in her room. Uh, She has a scroll case. She has Sam's book on Celestials we took from the library of uh, Jim's world. Uh, A winter blanket. The pingy purse. Um, You find an herbalism kit. You find a climbing kit. You find her short sword. You find her cloak of many colors. Uh, you find some throwing darts. You find uh, a bedroll, a mess kit, a tinderbox. Sorry for the background noise, by the way. <laughs> it's fine. Um, and that's about it. She's not much of a... Oh, and 20 feet of rope. That's what's important. The rope. <laughs> yes, obviously the rope is the most important thing. Oh, and a, a shovel, some ball bearings, some alchemist's fire, and a crowbar. And that's it. Delicious. And then obviously also what she's wearing, which is, um, from what I remember from what she wear- she's wearing, is she has a shirt, a vest, a sash, um, like kind of looser pants, uh, flat shoes, and a mask. The cloak of many colors. I think we should uh, go with the mask. Yeah, me too. 
<laughs> yeah. Idrew <laughs> uh, comes back with a bunch of little tiny foam packing peanuts, and they're like falling everywhere because she's just holding them in her arms. He's like, okay, okay, so um, we gotta fill up this kiddie pool thing with water. Uh, what wh- what you got? What you got? A mask. All right, I uh, I think that'll work real well. Okay, uh, and she starts gluing the packing peanuts onto the mask. <laughs> what? Hold on, I'm a scientist. I got this. And she just drops the mask with all the packing peanuts into the kiddie pool. And it starts floating. And it just kind of like sits there and bobs up and down. And then. Oh, fuck, what is this magic? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I mean, is... we're from a world that doesn't have packing peanuts, so Luvos is just, holy shit. Don't eat them. They're not real peanuts. I learned that the hard way. And the mask starts, starts uh, moving in a direction. It starts floating over to the side of the kiddie pool and starts just. Hitting the sides very gently. Compass. Yeah. All right. It's a dowsing rod for me. Yes, it's it's an Abby dowser, Ab dowser. <laughs> the Abber. He's like, yeah. All right, so we got our uh, heading. Um, we we just gotta go down. And I can't stress this enough. This is a very dangerous mission. I can't bring the ship down there because it's going to endanger literally everyone on the ship. Um, we're going to be suited up in space stuff, and that's going to protect us from, like, most of things down there. But um, we're also going to need to take this. And she takes out uh, two little little um, containers. They're very small, and she has them on string. She's like... These should protect us from whatever weird fucking magic is down there. But don't don't open it. it it'll ruin the magic. All right. And she gives one to each of you. I open it. No, I don't. Foxfire <laughs> <laughs> ruins the entire mission in one to two seconds. Sorry, Abby. <laughs> That's okay. I'll just roll a new character. <laughs> Do you actually want to open it? No. Okay, good. <laughs> part of... We need to speed run. We have an hour. Yeah, we we got a speed run. And um, hey, Jim, uh, comes into the room. Howdy. howdy. Hey, Jim. Abby, you can't say howdy. Who said I was Abby? <gasps> oh fuck. Oh, gasp! What a plot twist. I'm having uh Emily play as Jim for the sesh. Yes, oh, shit. so I'm not just sitting here making commentary. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Alright, Jim, we're gonna need you to come with us. You're probably the least susceptible to the, the nonsense down there. Uh, wait, 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 what? We're going down there? Wait, why? Uh, well, I mean, I mean, look, look, look at what's Abby's, Abby's, you know, just... Abby's fucking, like, almost dead. We need to save her. Like- oh, Tarnation! She's dead? <laughs> Why didn't you tell me I could have healed her? She's not dead yet. We just need to, uh, find her in this pinkish... Yeah. We just need to rescue her from gay baby jail. 
Oh, oh, okay. I I think I kind of get it. Um, yeah, yeah, I can help you. Yeah, this isn't something that healing magic can fix. Um, well, I'll, I'll keep an eye on her body while you guys are gone. Okay, sounds like a plan. And um, if uh, you guys' suits get injured in some way, I made some makeshift patches out of those um robotic fur creatures that I purchased. Uh, they should be suitable for what you're going on down there. It's not really, you know, the best, but it'll make do in any, like, uh, situation where, like, the suit gets injured and you need to patch it up really fast. She hands you some Furby skins. God! Well, that's slightly disturbing. But thank you, Strawberry. That's very kind of you. Emily got possessed by her inner Texan. I'm at peak Texan right now. Well, howdy, folks! I'm gonna yeehaw my nuts off! Can I get a yeehaw? Yeehaw! <laughs> yeehaw! <laughs> Alright. We're delirious. It's it's, it's too fine. Early. It's oh, too early. <laughs> um. Okay. All right. We're gonna need some of this rope. We're gonna pretty much need to be tied together because it is super easy to get lost down there. Also, here, um, we've got some tiny local communicators so we can keep in touch. Uh, they're they're like cute little. You know, like walkie-talkies, but they're tiny, and they go in your ear, and then you can talk to each other. Uh, yeah. I guess I just kind of have to stick mine on, like, the outside of my diving helmet. You you can actually open up the diving helmet just a little bit. Just, uh, don't okay. let all your juice, juice release. Don't pop Jim like a gusher. <laughs> uh, he's just a fruit chew. He's just a big yeah. fruit chew. Yep. Chewy! Oh, liquid! <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I drew, like, has the ship move just a little bit in order to get a better idea of, like, where we're heading and, like, make sure that they don't- you guys don't have to, um, go through the Plane of Pink too much on foot. But you guys are still- Using the mask compass that she made, um, you guys are actually still pretty close. You're able to figure out. Um, it shouldn't be that too far of a journey, but Aiju still looks extremely nervous. Um, Jim just kind of claps Aiju on the shoulder and is like, don't worry, I got a good feeling about this. I have a terrible feeling about this. I have a feeling. Good for you. I mean, it's important to feel feelings. Don't don't suppress that. But um, yeah, it's not hill. You might see some things down there that might not be real. But when you're down there, everything can affect you. It's um. And she's looking out at the window and looking down. And she's looks like she's remembering stuff. Just stay close. It's a bad idea to get lost. Alright, stick together and remember that if you die in the game, you die in real life. Got it. (laughs) 
Emily, if everybody uh, ends up killing Abby for realsies, uh, I will come up to your house and uh, knock down your door. <laughs> Why? And shit in your toilet, because I've done it before. No! <laughs> you die in the game, you die in real life! <laughs> yeah. Um, but yes. She uh, opens up an uh, airlock sort of thing, and one of the tentacle things kind of like, like, like folds out, and there's like a rope coming down from it, and she's like, "Well, here we go." Whoa! All right, let's do this. And she has the mask in hand, and it's still got packing peanuts glued to it. Don't, don't, don't worry. The glue's not permanent. Pretty sure. Yeah, I hope not. She might be mad if we ruin her mask. <laughs> and you guys rappel down. Um, you're going down this rope, and you are going through the cloud layer. You're just... It, it's very pink. It's very pink. Like, you can see the sky above you. It's weird, watercolory sort of look to it. You're going through the plane of pink's big cloud layer, and it's just all mist. You can't see anything. It's like you're in a hellish dust storm, but it's like... Cotton candy. It's not even that solid as cotton candy either. It's more like um, the heaviest fog that you've ever been through. And just uh, casts a pink shade on everything. (laughs) It's Barbie fog. It's Barbie fog! (laughs) Lots of glitter. Ah... Not a whole lot. Can't be real Barbie fog if it doesn't have glitter. Ah, that's true. And you're passing through this fog, and every now and then you'll see something more solid come up as you're going down. And it it kind of looks like a branch of some sort, but it doesn't look like any sort of plant that you've ever seen before. And these branches uh, become more and more frequent as you go down. And eventually, when you hit the ground, it's clear that you're in some sort of forest of some sorts. With, like, a very dense fog around you, but there's, like, pink vegetation that looks very, uh... It doesn't seem very lifelike. It looks like it's almost made of stone. It doesn't, like, move in any sort of breeze or anything. Not that there is even any breeze here, but there's no... Not really, um, life. It'd be more like... There's no bounce to it. Everything's very solid. And the whole area is all different shades of pink. There's, like, the the leaves look like there's some sort of magenta. The trunks are, like, some sort of peach. Um, the ground is a very soft, dusty pink. Some of, like, the grass, you're assuming to be grass, is, like, a rose gold sort of look. And Idra turns around and hands the mask over to you guys. Uh, you you guys could probably have better luck trying to find her than I would. But, um, just, uh, I'll follow your lead, but if I pull on the rope, you guys better back up fast. Uh, okay then. Well, uh, let's find Abby, I guess. Yeah, you guys have the mask in hand, and as you're just, like, gently holding it, you can feel like there's, like, 
some invisible tether pulling you in a direction. All right, well, uh, let's get going, I guess. Yeehaw. That is not one of my dice. Yes, it is, actually. Yeah, it is. I might have stolen that dice, actually. That's not one of my dice either. How did these get in there? Well, I'm using them. The mysterious dice that showed up out of nowhere. Ow. Well, okay. We all die instantly. Ah, no. Just, uh... What we got here? Cool. You guys are walking along. This, um... Doesn't really have a path, but... You're sort of slowly making your way through. Idrew picks up a stick off the ground and is just walking with it with, like, a walking stick style. Um, she Every now and then she'll, like, poke some of the bushes and they just... They'll shake a little bit afterwards, but, like, some of the leaves will fall off and, like, kind of, like, shatter on the ground. Uh, what is that? So, so what exactly is happening? Uh, you guys are just walking forward. Cool. Oof. Okay. And, hmm, nah. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, let's go with, yeah. All right, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Just rolling some dice. Don't mind me. Cool. Don't um, trust this. Let's see. How about, uh, oh, don't mind me. I'm just rolling some dice. You don't need to worry about nothing. Nothing's going on. Uh, Jim, from underneath you, a gigantic burst of earth comes up, and you get bit by something underneath you. And it does. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, boy. 14 damage to you, and you are grappled by this thing. Oh boy. What? <laughs> Who's being grappled? Is it all of us or just one of us? It's I, just I Jim! That's a bad Oh great? god. Ah, oh, great. Oh, yeah, I'm so excited. I, I'm like, help! This thing's got me. Oh shit. Uh, what the fuck do we do? It looks like this weird mole cricket looking thing with gigantic pincers. Oh shit. Oh. And it's it's also very pink, very magenta, very cute looking. It's a corrupt strawberry sunshine. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, far from it. Uh, I'm looking to see what, what I can do. Um, can I use my magic relic sword against it? Sure. Uh, I don't have, like, stats written down for the... Relic sword. That's fine. Unlike damage. But uh does a fifteen hit. Uh yes. Um can I just take the stats of the great sword? Would be like the same kind of stats as a great sword? Yes. Okay, cool. That's five damage. No wait, I can't I can't math. That's uh seven damage. Seven damage. All right. 
I guess we should probably roll some initiatives. This was a surprise round. Yeah. Yes. Sorry, uh, I need to get my, um... Oh. My D&D legs back on. Why'd you take them off? I don't know. Maybe because <laughs> I got five hours of sleep? You take them off when you go to bed? Yes! Of course! Not like shoes. I go to I go to sleep with my D and D legs on. I'm always ready for D and D. Hell yeah! <laughs> you just throw dice at her. She wakes up. I'm ready. Like, oh, who am I playing? I'm ready to throw it out. Cast magic missile. I swing my sword. I I I steal the shit from the guy's pocket. I don't know. I'm 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 gonna do something. Yeah. Well, you have Jim's character sheet, and you could look at all the cool stuff that I gave Jim. Yeah, he sure does. He tech, he howdy, boy. Howdy, I'm Skelton, and I'm gonna whack something, uh, but I guess we should do initiative first. That's kind of what I was waiting on. Oh, yeah. I rolled a 12. Alright, cool. I rolled a 1, but I just uh, did an attack on it, so I guess it's fair that I go last now. Yeah, that's fine. I got a nat 20. Oh, shit. Woo! I haven't rolled a hot like a. It's... That's a hot roll. I know, so I cast fireball. Okay, cool beans. Is that a plus? I have to ask you every single time. I have a modifier five. Is that to hit or on the like damage? Uh, that's to hit. Yeah. To hit. Yeah. Okay, so that's a twenty. Firebolt. It should say within the spell description how much damage it does. Right. Right. I got a twenty-three to hit. Yes, that'll hit. Tell me that good, sweet damage. That gets, uh, nine. Nine damage, cool. Nine fire damage. Doing math! It hurts my big, tiny brain. Um, okay, now it's Jim's turn. Alright, I'm still grappled, I guess. So, um, so let's see. Since I'm grappled, I can either try to struggle free or attack with disadvantage, basically. Yes. Uh, or other things, but I would probably prefer to do one or the other I'm going to try and, um, let's see, gem stats. He's got an alright strength modifier. Does he have, he does, let's see, he does not have proficiency with acrobatics or athletics, so getting out of a grapple is going to be tough. So, um, I think it might be a better idea just to attack the thing. So I'm going to roll to- Charm it with the yeehaws. Charm it with a yeehaw? Well, unfortunately, I don't have any charm spells. Dang. I know. And I don't think this thing wants to listen to reason. <laughs> nope. Anyway, so I'm going to pull out my uh, Defender Short Sword, and I'm going to smack a bitch at disadvantage. Okay, first roll is a 14. Second roll is a 4. <laughs> so that means that I rolled a 12 total. Uh, no, that doesn't hit him. Shit. Well, that's okay, because I get a second attack. Thank God for Paladin getting extra attacks. Okay, my next roll is an 8 and a 1, so I miss. <laughs> oh, you are flailing about in there. Oh, poor Jim. Just like, get this thing off me! But, but as a cowboy. Oh, that was my attempt at being a cowboy. It's too <laughs> close to what I actually sound like again. Yeehaw, boys. Okay. Yeehaw, I'm from Texas, y'all. Yeehaw. All right, now it's its turn and is 
still got you in its grasp, so it's gonna... Oh yeah, that, that, that absolutely hits. Oh my god. 14 more damage. Ow, okay, I'm, like, dying. No, I'm not dead yet. I can't believe Jim is going to die again. It's okay, I already died once. No, it's not okay. Uh, I drew his fucking piss as hell. Like, no, you don't you fucking die twice, Jim! I know. Oh, gee whiz. Oh, gee whiz. Alright. Yeah, she rushes in, she takes out her uh, weird curved sword thing that I haven't told you what it is and about at all yet. And starts slashing the crap out of this thing. She misses on two of the hits, but she hits on one of them. And... Does... And does a hefty amount of damage to the thing. Yeah, baby. Yeah! As she slashes into it, its guts kind of, like, spew out a little bit, and they're weird, gross, goopy, and also sparkly! Ooh. And it kind of makes, it like, a funky noise as he gets slashed. It's like he's screaming, but he's got something in his mouth. <laughs> like... <laughs> oh, it's R2-D2. Yeah! Alright, and Luthmos, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna count the damage that you did for the thing before. Yeah. yeah. Alright, then top of the round again. Foxfire. Alright. What do I wanna... What do I want to do? I mean, you tell me. <laughs> so I got a 22 to hit. Hell yeah. Oh my goodness, I can't with my stuff. Okay. Uh, I cast Ray of Frost. Okay. And that's six cold damage. Ooh, nice. Yeah, you freeze up that bad boy real good like. Uh, it looks like it's starting to struggle to move. It, does Ray of Frost actually do like, um... Uh, reduced by ten feet until my next turn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's definitely frostied up real good like. He doesn't seem to be moving a whole bunch. And now, Jim! Alright. Fuck. Okay, so last time, this didn't work so well uh, attacking. So maybe if I did a different spell, it will help. Like if I cast a spell instead. Okay. So I'm going to cast a... Wait, let me find it. You got a lot of spells, Jimbo. I do. Ah, I found it. Okay. Let's see. Um, Please roll a saving throw. A wisdom saving throw, Vivian, for this creature. Uh, hold on. Oh, that's not it. That's not what I wanted to do. Uh, oh, actually, he's got a... Okay. Uh, what, what number am I supposed to get? You need to beat a 13. I do not beat a 13! Awesome. Well, Jim casts Command and commands the creature to drop him. This creature's pretty big. I, I need to let you know. Like, how big? Size huge? Size large? Size large. Oh, that's, I mean, a large creature is not any bigger than about 10 to 14 feet. It's not that big a drop. I'll survive. All right. Uh, yeah. There's absolutely no way that fall damage from only 10 to 14 feet could kill me. Yeah. Even at my health. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it drops you. Is there fall damage for 10 feet? 
Uh, if it is, it's very minor. Yeah. Yeah, it's 1d6 per 10 feet. Okay, so... You take 3 damage. Ouch, okay. I'm now at 21 hit points out of 52, so it hurt, but it's better than still... Yeah, it's almost like he's, like, a paladin. (laughs) Yeah. I have the highest hit dice of the party now. He's got no fleshy bits, but, uh, you do feel like your innards are... Yeah, you, you do feel like your innards are a little crumbly, and your suit does yeah. have some holes in it. Yeah, not good. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna book it away from that fucking thing as fast as I can. Uh, so that's just my maximum movement. So I get 20 feet away from this thing, because I don't want to take 14 damage per turn again. Yep. And that's my turn. Cool. Now it is its turn. It is pissed as hell. Um... Let's see, there's... Oh, boo-hoo. Yeah, well, I mean, like, what do you expect? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's two creatures out of reach for it, but there's two creatures that are engaged with it, and it's going to try to attack. Uh, And let's see if it hits. Uh, No, it doesn't. It goes down and tries to attack Idru. And Idru just does some fucking flips and jumps out of the way. And as its teeth kind of like crash together, uh, it makes a big dust cloud and poof. All right, Luthmos. Uh, no, wait. Idru. Idru's turn. Idru actually like gets out a crossbow and just kind of like puts her foot on its head and is like, you fucking bastard. Uh, yeah, that's gonna hit. Oh, hi. Where's my, where's my fancy boy? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She releases the bolt from the crossbow, and it goes straight through the creature's head, and the creature just falls apart, basically. F. And all that ooze just sort of, like, melts into the floor, and the creature's body kind of, like, turns to a lighter shade of pink and just... Has that same sort of stone texture as you've noticed on the local environment. It's dead. It's oh. dead, Jim. Yay! Oh, thank goodness. I thought I was a goner for sure. Yeah, J- Jim, are you alright? We need you... We need to patch up your holes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll be okay. I just need a second to heal myself. I always think that's fucking weird as shit, but, um... Here, let's, uh, use these... <laughs> Robotic fur beast things. Did did Strawberry really just buy these things just to skin them? That was that's kind of creepy. I'll I'll admit. Uh, I think she did this to figure out what was inside them and learn about them. And uh, she's curious. What a delightful. I, mean, I I guess it's a delightful character trait. <laughs> uh. I mean, she's a pretty delightful person, but uh, I don't know about that. Specifically, <laughs> is delightful about her. It's a little weird. Yeah, the fur Furby skins—they still have like the holes where the where the face would go and stuff. So it's like this. God. <laughs> so it's like Jim's just patched up with like the skins of dolls or something. With what like the ho- fuck, with like how do you eyes? even come up with this idea? <laughs> and every time you look at them, 
It's like strawberries right there to protect you. Goody. <laughs> mm, I want I, guess... I want to like make a noise that is the embodiment of a key smash, but I just can't. <laughs> yeah. There are many days where I wish I could just say the word the just like H, but like a long stream of H's. Oh, that's easy. <laughs> oh, we have a different way of pronouncing that. Yeah, I I, I pronounce it more like. <laughs> anyway, uh, okay, so I was at let's see, twenty one hit points before. I'm gonna go ahead and heal myself using lay on hands back up to. How many do I want to use? I only have 25 hit points to use. Um, let's use let's use about 15 of them. So I'm from 21 to 36 out of Cool. So yeah, you feel your bones sort of um get back into the right places that they're supposed to be. You still feel a little off, but it's not that bad now. I'm just gonna note what my HP is in chat since this is a PDF that I can't actually modify. Okay. Oh, and spell slots. I guess that would be helpful, too. Yeah. I guess we should uh, keep going. Yeah, you guys keep going. And you're going. And you're good. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty uneventful for the rest of um, the trip for the day. That is good. You guys are slowly making your way down, and it's taking quite a long time. Um, the vegetation, for lack of a better word, uh, does seem to be changing a little bit. Um, some of the vegetation starts to look like stuff that you'd recognize in Strawberries Land, and um, but it still has that same sort of stone-like texture with the the colors weirdly muted and pink and you guys uh you guys are getting pretty hungry and a little bit exhausted does jim need to eat nah jim is dead well yeah i figured he's dead but some undead you know they have a hunger but usually it's like oh brains or whatever like i mean i know jim doesn't eat brains but i was like i don't know if he eats nah nah he's skeleton he doesn't need to eat all right cool and Idris just seems to be still going, but you guys are getting uh, pretty tired, except for Jim. Jim's actually going uh, pretty strong still. Jim's fine. Yeah, Jim's fine. But uh, Foxfire and Luthmos are getting pretty tired, and they're starting to slow down. Okay. I hey think guys. that Jim would be nice and notice this. Yes. Yeah. Y'all getting a little tired? Yes. <sighs> okay. Um... Hey, Adru, can we stop for now? Uh, she looks around. Um, well, okay, yeah. I'd like to make a little bit more progress, but... I know you want to spend as little time out here as possible, but we got to take care of ourselves because, you know, it'd be awful for all of us to get lost out here just because we tried to push ourselves too hard. Okay, let's take a quick little rest then. Hell yeah. Uh, you guys get to a small clearing, and Idru actually sets out um, a tent, and she, like, 
sets up some rocks and some logs so that everybody can sit down on them. She just kind of like plops her butt on one and just goes, okay. <sighs> so it's kind of hard to tell, but it is actually nighttime. Uh, it's, but there's, there's no day cycles here. You just kind of got to get a feel for it. But um, I did bring a little bit of rations. Nice. No, oh, that's good. You guys can take the tent. Uh, I'll take first watch. Jim, you, you don't need to sleep. No. I mean, th- that's not a command. I'm just stating the fact. I know. Well, even if I did, I do have my raven um, that I can summon. You have a- wait, hold on. Have... Wait, hold on. You have a what? A, a raven. He summons the, the sentinel raven. When did you get a fucking raven? I've always had it. No, Jim actually has not always had it. Oh, we got that at the end of his scenario. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I had I got it when they went in my 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 memory dreams, whatever the thing. Ha. But yeah, I just like I don't know. I was like messing around one day, and suddenly the little bird popped into existence. And I was like, oh, these two things must be related. Uh, more. It was more like uh, the Raven Queen was like, "Hey, um, you're pretty cool for an undead. You want to become a patron of my, you know, my cool Raven Queen order?" And Jim was like, "Sure. That doesn't sound bad and weird." And she's like, "Neat." And now you can summon a bird. <laughs> oh, okay, so she actually told him about it. I thought it was just, like, maybe something he found out on his own. Like, it was just, like, suddenly there was a bird, he's like, oh. Nope. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can summon a bird! Yeah, this lady came to me, and, uh, I, I, um, she's my patron now. You, you have a, Shh. how do you have a patron and a god as a pal, pal fucking... Okay, cool, cool beans, Jim. I don't know. I don't make the rules. I drew. Jeez, and, and I just how it works. Pod. Huh? No. I, I think I think it helps if you know the the two are cool with each other, which I'm pretty sure that she's cool with my god. Yeah, she's cool with your god. Um, I don't remember who Jim's god is, and isn't isn't it Pelor, right? Yeah. Or someone like that. Yeah, it, it, it's someone like just good and holy. It's real chill. Abrahamic God. Yeah. Seed. <laughs> um, are you actually gonna summon Bird Friend? Yeah, it just kind of pops into existence. The Bird Friend uh, actually starts talking. Ah, sweet! You finally summoned me. Oh, you can talk. No, more like uh, this is a uh, Raven Queen speaking. Uh, nice to oh, nice oh. to finally talk to you again. Yeah. Hello, Miss. Ah, uh, so where are we? What is this? Uh, this is the plane of pink. We are trying to rescue our uh, comrade who kind of our wait no I, he wouldn't say comrade sorry that's communist he'd say partner partner we're trying to rescue our little partner named Abby uh, who got, almost got killed by some guy in the dreamland. Abby, that was the one that was like with the mask, right? With the little horns, the little tiefling person. Yeah, yeah. that one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, she's uh, up in the ship, kind of like Sleeping Beauty, like dead but not quite. So we're trying to save her. 
All right, I think I get the picture here. That sounds noble. Yes, ma'am. But yeah, I was just uh, hoping maybe you could help me keep watch tonight because it's been quite dangerous since we got down here. I actually, first thing I did when we stepped foot in here was get attacked, so. You know I could give you, like, bonus points to your perception, right? Oh, yeah? Wow, that's amazing. It'd probably be a good idea to, you know, uh, keep this little raven good friend summoned and, like, you know, so I can keep an eye on things. Yes, ma'am. Wow. Points of perception. Huh. What an interesting metric you gods have. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yes. Um, don't think about it too much. (laughs) Oh, I don't think you need to worry about that with me. Yes, uh, any help I can get. Wow. Uh, I I would greatly appreciate it. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah, it's, uh, no problem, really. There's, uh... Not much going on since, you know, not many new deaths. Sort of just already processed most of that. Oh, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Hey, but, uh, you know, this gives you something to do. Maybe, uh, you might even start to enjoy it. Oh, I'm, I'm having a blast just, uh, looking around here. This is a, this is a pretty funky little place. I've never heard of this plane. You haven't? No. That's interesting. I realize that both I drew and the Raven Queen probably sound way too similar. Hmm. That's suspicious. It's not su- it's not suspicious. It's just me not being a very good voice actor. Oh. Okay. I wouldn't have said anything if you didn't say something, so I know. Uh well, anyway, let's uh let's uh set up camp. Yeah. I drew like uh got her arms inside her suit and like eating some rations. Like, inside the suit. And she set up a tent. Um, It's got, like, a double tent sort of to it. uh, Where you have to unzip, like, two things. Kind of like an airlock, but not really. So the inside doesn't have any of the mist inside of it. But it can only fit Mm -hmm. two people at a time. Cool. Well, uh, being uh, the one that never sleeps, I should probably stay out of the tent. Yeah. Alright. Uh... Let's see how the night goes. Wow. Largely uneventful. Well, that's good. Yeah, you guys get a... Hmm. Actually, while the two of you sleep... The two of who? Uh, Foxfire and Luthmos. Okay. I'm in trance, so I get four hours instead of eight. Okay, cool beans. Yeehaw. While Luthmos sleeps, then... Yes. Um, in your dream, you see a weird scene. Oh, boy. And it's like you're, uh, looking from very, very far away, and everything is very loose, not very well-defined. Like, every time you try to look at something and try to focus in on what it is, its form just shifts around, very hazy-like, and, um, almost like everything's made of, like, a water. It looks like... A town. And the environment around it is something you sort of recognize, but you can't really put your finger on what it is. And down below in the town, you see four humanoid shapes. They're mumbling to each other, and you can't hear what they're saying. It's something far off, distant, and distorted. And then you're awake. Oh boy. I, uh, I tell my, my dream to uh, the others. 
and be like, what the fuck just happened? Hmm, well, I don't rightly know. Perhaps it was a memory? It's nothing that you've ever seen before, except for maybe the environment around the town that you've... You recognize, but you can't put a finger on what it is. Hmm, I don't know if it will be wise to, like, think on it longer for now. I guess we should just uh, keep going to find Ivy and figure it out later. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't dwell on that too much. Um, <laughs> this uh, this whole place has a bad habit of getting to you, trying to lure you in with things and stuff, and uh, it's uh, ignore it. Just ignore it. It's fine. Okay, okay. Let's get going then. Hey, I'm hoping you're enjoying uh, episode 23 of Chronicles of Starlight. Um, things have been a little crazy. Just a little. I'm kinda, kinda at a crossroads. I've always been at a crossroads, kinda. Um, where I have to pretty much decide if I'm gonna do, like, media forever. Or, like, veterinary sciences forever. (laughs) But not, like, literally what that basically means for the podcast is um, I've kind of got to decide whether or not this is something I want to, like, do. Like, not this podcast specifically, but, like, podcasting in general or, like, art in general. Making things. Making media. Content creating, as they say on the internet. Because, like... If I do pursue a veterinary career, I'm going to do vet because uh, that's what I want to do. But that also comes with a lot of, you know, a lot of student loan debt. That's like, well, first I'd have to go for my post-baccalaureate, which would be about 30000 Uh And then vet school is about $2,200,000. So two hundred twenty thousand dollars, yeah, two hundred twenty thousand dollars for in-state tuition to be a veterinarian. It's like the same cost as med school, but med physicians get paid two hundred thousand dollars a year, but veterinarians get paid like at least seventy thousand. But that's only after their residency, which is like you get paid forty thousand a year, but it's like a one year thing where you're working like 70 hours a week or so it, it's it's gonna be a mess like I, I really don't know what my future is gonna be like because I feel like my end goal would be to do both both doing media and doing veterinary stuff which sounds really impossible like I mean I guess that would be like the idealized situation where I can do part-time veterinary work and do fun creating things on my off days. At the same time, that's probably going to stretch me pretty thin. Like, the veterinary career is, like, one of the most stressful in, like, you know, history. And, like, in the U.S. at the current moment. Especially with the student loans shit. So I'm not really sure, uh, what's going to happen. Because I... I, I can't make money off of doing podcasts that, I mean, that's clear. Like, there's no one on earth that can make a livable career podcasting or making media or anything like that. That's, I mean, like, they could do Patreon, but that's still not, like, 
it's still not guaranteed, you know? It, Patreon doesn't come with, like, a pension plan or a 401k or health insurance, so I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure where to go from here. I probably have to do veterinary stuff because, I mean, despite being extremely stressful, uh, it's more stable than being, like, an artiste, a content creator. But I also don't want to give up doing doing this sort of stuff. So, not really sure what's going to happen. But what's going to help me make the decision is uh, seeing how much support I can get. Like, I'm not joking when I say that um, uh, word of mouth is the best way for me to get my podcast out there. Or like blogging or tweeting about this podcast or any of like my work or anything or god just like just any sort of feedback would be nice too but like that's the best way to like show your support right now like i can't pay for ad- advertisement <laughs> good lord no and I-, I i don't see me getting sponsors for a very very long time <laughs> But if it turns out that people, like, actually do, uh, want to support me, then if I'm able to be at least, like, a, like, a little cushion of financial support from my fans, then I think I could, like, you know, shave off of some student loan debt from going to vet school or something like that, and then be, like, you know, it would be, it would be more feasible for me to do part-time veterinary work then. And I've got to start now, basically. Like, this is, this is like, eight years or so maybe down the line. Because it's, like, one year post-baccalaureate, four-year vet school, if I get in. Then, like, one or two-year residency. Then after that, I think you need to do, like, a one-year research paper or two-year research paper. Those are kind of weird and flexible, and there's no real rules to how long those take. So that's, like... Six to eight years in the future. <laughs> God. But yeah, um, in that amount of time, if I'm able to gather a following of people who want to financially support me just a little bit, who can help me pay for the inevitably $250,000 student loan debt. <coughs> My body physically rejects such a a ridiculous number. Ugh. Then I think I'm gonna be okay. Like, I, I, I really want to do both. I re- it's gonna be really hard for me to do both, and I'm probably gonna stretch myself thin and break. But um, I'm gonna get eight hours of sleep every night. I feel like that's important. I feel like after listening to you know uh, Junji Ito being like, wait, am I saying that his name right? Hell yeah, I did get right. Um, he, he was basically like, hey, people who draw and do art and stuff and manga and manga, you know, writers and stuff, go to fuck to sleep. And I don't know, I think that's like the prevailing advice from all really famous artic, art, artist people, <laughs> uh, <laughs> go to fuck to sleep. Uh, I feel that in my bones. Um, but, uh, for now, uh, I, I, I just need to get, you know, people listening, you know? Like, they can decide for themselves, 
uh, if they actually like the podcast or not, or anything else that I'm going to create in the future. But I'm going to try to make it the best that I can with as much time that I can to put on to this. This is going on for a very long time. I'm very sorry about this, but this is very serious. This is my life. <laughs> this is my life right now. Staring down the barrel of my future. But like, it, if you do like the podcast, I would absolutely love if you could do a iTunes review. Because I got like zero reviews and if someone comes across the podcast, all they see is my description. And I mean, I can like vouch for my own podcast. I can say I've put X amount of hours into it and all that, but that doesn't mean anything. Like, it it matters so much more when there's a fan who says, this is actually good. And that's just currently what I need at the moment. I just need some people going out being like, hey, listen to this. And I'll try to do my best on my end, too. I'm going to try to make this podcast the best that I can make it. Uh, I put, like, four pieces of music in last episode. Uh, four new pieces of music, I should add. I should I should say. Mm. But, yeah. Uh, th- th- things that you can do. Um, revlog. iTunes reviews. Tell your friends. Tweet about it. Using, I guess, cause podcast hashtag. That's what I'm using on Tumblr. I guess that's an official pod, uh, uh, hashtag now. <laughs> and support me on Patreon at uh, uh, patreon.com slash chippycheesepuff. That's that's where I am on all social medias, except for YouTube. That's ironically ironic. Long story about that one. It's fine. Um, but yeah, I greatly appreciate my, like, two fans. Well, three fans, including my sister. <laughs> I don't know if you, she counts. I don't know if you count. <laughs> you count. I literally wouldn't be doing this without, you know, someone, <laughs> someone guaranteed to listen to it, you know? But um, the one year anniversary of the podcast is coming up soon, and it would be super rad if, like, I had, like, th- four fans <laughs> by that time. <laughs> Um, I'll see if I can make something for the anniversary. I, I do want to make something. Um, so if you have anything in mind, like any really good moments that you can be like, hey, so this would be great in a, um, in, in, in like a highlights reel or something or like, uh, to get people interested in the podcast. Like, I, I would love like favorite moments. So... Because, yeah. (laughs) So if you're able to, I would uh, greatly appreciate that. That would uh, really help me out with figuring out, like, what I should put inside a uh, highlight reel. Because that would be super fun. Um, But yeah, I have spoken for way too long. (laughs) I'm going to let you get back to the podcast. Uh, This is going to be a little uh, side little thing. Um, nobody else is in the call except me and Emily. Yeehaw! She's still yeehawing, playing that Jimbo boy. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, this is gonna be when, um, everybody else is asleep, taking a little nap, doing a little camping. Doing a little nappy-bye. Andrew's sitting on a log, one of those, um, the- Let's see. The log would probably be like some sort of like really light yellow 
Looks like it's made mm. of stone. Okay. Edges are kind of crumbly, just a little bit. Does uh do these logs are they like a flammable? <laughs> Can we light a fire? Nah. There's really no need to light a fire either. A fire either. Oh, yeah. No day-night cycle. It's just pink all the time. It's just pink! Uh, Also, it's just mildly warm at all times. Okay. So there's really no need to light a fire. I see. Okay. Well then. Uh, I I feel like I should be poking at a fire or something right now. It feels kind of weird to just have a campsite with no fire. Doesn't feel right. Really? Yeah, I think so. Uh, I mean, I I could probably just get get a couple of these sticks and just put them in the in the pile and just you know make them look like a fire. It, 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 we don't we don't need one. Yeah, no, it's just the aesthetic, you know. Yeah, it's a nice little campfire aesthetic. Yeah, it kind of takes your mind off of this stuff. How awful everything is in here. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, eh, I mean, you, you, you've been with me pretty much the longest, uh, besides Strawberry. Um, oh, and, uh, Squall as well. You, uh, what's your thought on the new three recruits? Cap- not, not, not recruits, um, shipmates. Arrivals? <laughs> Arrivals, yeah. Uh, well, you see here, uh, I think, I think, I think they, they're, they got some potential, you know, like, I don't know, they, I mean, they're nice, and they, I mean, they helped me. Yeah, yeah, I saw what they did, um, back in whatever the fuck was going on, uh, with Strawberry and whatnot, it's, you know, they tried to, like, punch God, pretty much. Punch God? I mean- Which one? <laughs> All right. <laughs> I guess it it kind of it kind of depends like I mean there's so many gods that um which one they punch kind of would change my my opinion of them probably. <laughs> I mean more of like a metaphor, like metaphorical god. <laughs> oh, okay, not a literal god. Yeah. I I mean maybe that's just what we need, you know. I, I've been thinking about it just a little bit. I haven't been able to process it a whole bunch, but um, maybe maybe a good god punch is what we need at this p- moment. Yeah, and they would be the ones to do it. Awful chaotic lot they are. <laughs> yeah, one of them is really obsessed with setting everything on fire. And yet they mm. haven't really started that many fires. They, they're they a lot more reserved than I think you give them credit for. Yeah, I mean, that's true, but, you know, you also have self-preservation to keep in mind. And also, there's not a lot of flammable objects on the spaceship, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, there's a, probably a really good reason for that, you know. You don't want a high-oxygen environment to catch fire. <laughs> uh, I ain't really sure what that means, but I believe you. Uh, no, don't worry about it too much. I, I got the science all down. You, you just do, 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 you just do you, Jimbo. Jim. Yes, ma'am. I know my <laughs> healing magic. Uh, um, I'm gonna need you to promise me something. Yeah, like what? We're gonna be going further down into the planet pink, and things are probably gonna get a lot more nasty as we go on. Um, Ugh. 
Sorry, is kind of nasty now I think about it. Uh, if something were to happen to either of those two, Luthmos or Foxfire, um, I, I need you to be able to take off my suit. I still have stuff underneath. Don't feel uh, like you're going to embarrass me or anything. It's just, um, I know that of the two of us, uh, I'd probably be able to survive out here without my suit uh, better. And, well, uh, I i mean, the magic of this place doesn't really affect me anymore. It doesn't? Yeah, I've told you about this. Oh. Oh, yeah, I think I remember that now. All right. Well, if you insist. I, I uh, know. It's just <clears throat> something of preparation so we don't get caught off guard or something. Um, I have a question. Like, uh, I know that I don't really know this as being a player character, but um, is this something that, like, Idru has actually told Jim in close confidence before? Or Not is a whole it... lot. She's, to- she's told okay. him a little bit, but she hasn't told him the full story. Okay. Um, do you mind if I roll insight, then? Go for it. He's got plus three to insight, and uh, he's, actually, three. Gotcha. Uh, he's actually trained in it. Hmm. Well, I guess that makes sense as a um, a paladin. Um, some paladin notes, you know, are more they're more sensitive and you know all about the kindness and empathy rather than conquering and all that shit. So that makes sense. Anyway, all right. Ooh, that's a four plus three is seven. Ah, no. All right. I figured I'd just try and roll and see if maybe. You know, if she was being honest and this this was, like, true, or if maybe she was just trying to, you know, sacrifice for the greater good, I don't want you to die, Jimbo, kind of thing. <laughs> uh, no, you can't really glean anything off of her. It seems like she's telling the truth, or she's not hiding any information any more than she normally is. Oh, yeah, I guess she she does come off as kind of a secretive sort. I mean, yeah. to the player character, certainly, but... It's a little bit of a shock that the rest of the, to the rest of the crew. Oh yeah, she hasn't really divulged a whole lot of information to anybody of the crew. She only really tells people um, need to know information. Ah, uh, yeah, okay. Uh, but yeah, he's just kind of like, well, if you insist, then I suppose it's all right. But I just, you know, how do you know all this stuff? Where do you come from, Andrew? I don't think. I've ever heard you talk about your home or anything like that. Now I think about it. Hmm. Ah, uh, well, she looks up, kind of sighs. I, I live on an alien planet. I mean, we all do. All aliens are pretty much, you know, <laughs> just somebody from another planet. Uh, yeah, I suppose so. What was it like, though? I mean, obviously you had some kind of tech. Was it a good place? A bad place? She kind of just purses her lips and just like, it's not something I like talking about. I guess so. Sorry. That's okay. I mean, I guess I should really understand. I mean, I don't come from the happiest place myself. Tried to make it happy, but yeah, that only goes so far. Maybe I should, maybe I should talk more about these sort of things, but I don't, I don't know if this is the best place to talk about it. Okay. Well, whenever you feel like opening up, I always have an open ear. Well, you know, <laughs> uh, metaphorically, so not literally, you know, me. 
not having ears and all. Yeah. Do you think that you think we're going to be able to get Abby and get out of here? I know you said you were pretty sure of it, but I don't know. I mean, how deep does this plane go? Well, this place has a lot of uh, crevices and those can go pretty deep and far. Um, It depends on how... Well, it's more dependent on Abby, actually. So, are you saying that this place is molding to something about her? Think of it more like a place that gets inside your head, and and there's parts in here that act like a dream that you never want to wake up from. Oh, yeah, I think I read something about that once upon a time. What? Oh, what was it called? A lotus eater machine. Yeah, some kind of fictional story about it. Like a, a magic machine that made all your dreams come true and you never wanted to wake up, but you're stuck inside the machine forever. This is a story, though. Uh, oh. Maybe a very terrifying magical concept. I don't know. My brother was into all that kind of stuff. Well, shit. Maybe I should have talked about this earlier. Uh, you're going to have to tell me more about this lotus eating machine. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um,. I'd have to all be, you know, from memory. I don't exactly have the book at hand anymore. Yeah. You could actually probably, like, roll, uh, uh, I guess some just, like, straight knowledge that you can just then Google up if you pass. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I just, I, I just happened to mention it because I remember the, the, the sci-fi story, but, uh, anyway, yeah, I'll just roll intelligence for Jim, I guess. Yeah. I I forgot what his score is. Is it a plus one or plus two? I think. He has no bonuses to intelligence. Zero. Okay. All right. So this is just a straight roll. (laughs) I've been having the worst luck lately. I have been having trouble rolling anything above a 10 and large bursts. I rolled a six. Yeah, you can't remember anything else other than the name. Okay, just a general concept. Yeah, and it also actually fits for his, you know, story, backstory or whatever, that he would have some sort of, like, offhand knowledge of this because his his planet place also had, like, uh, earth, wind, and fire and, like, uh, men at work (laughs) for some reason. That is true. <laughs> okay. Anyway, but yeah, he just kind of like looks a little pensive. He like puts his glove up to his diving helmet and he's like, gosh, I think this place is like fuzzing my brain out because I really can't remember much else about it. Uh, well, that's not good. Maybe you got a leak. Eh. Oh, uh, yeah, we might want to check for that. Ugh. We've still got plenty of patches. Don't worry. <laughs> Eventually, my whole suit is going to be these creepy little robot skins. (laughs) I still wish that Strawberry had found, like, maybe a a better, like, I don't know, more durable fabric that doesn't have, like, creepy face holes in it. Apparently, that's all that she had on hand at the current moment. (laughs) I think it's funny. well. It's uh, good for morale. Uh, maybe your morale. (laughs) It kind of creeped me out. You when uh, they were moving, I didn't really like them that much. Maybe next time we can just get her a bolt of cloth. Oh, uh, you know what? We probably should. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, next trip to Space Amazon, right? Uh, we could actually probably place an order, you know? 
They deliver. Oh, yeah, that's true. Oh, I almost forget about technology. Yeah, the convenience and whatnot. It's great. Yeah, really. <sighs> Do we get reception in this place? Oh, God, no. Yeah, I didn't think so. We'll, we'll just have to remind ourselves later. Yeah, uh, write it down somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Uh, mm. You were right about the suit leaks, though. I, I really should check for that before we get a move on. Yeah, the magic here only affects living flesh. I mean, I'm not exactly living, but... Yeah. Oh yeah, that's why you're pretty much immune to this stuff. Uh, it's more or less uh, all your juice inside you gotta keep inside, right? Yeah. At least yeah, I... but that would just be anywhere, not just here. <laughs> yeah. We'll get you suited up with something better. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Just something a little more durable, you know. I don't get pranked again with the thumbtack thing. <laughs> Who was it that did that? Brad! Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, he says it's an accident. He's, he swears really? on I it. Thought it I, I thought it was a prank. He swears it was an accident. He swears. Eh, okay. I yeah. guess I, I, I should believe him. But still, I was a little miffed. I had to stick like a nasty old band-aid on it until we could find a proper patch. <laughs> you had a band-aid on your butt for two days. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, that really kept the crew entertained for a little while, so I guess it wasn't a total loss. Yeah. I do really hope we find her, though. Yeah. She didn't deserve that. <sighs> we'll find her. It. It's not hard to find her if we've got, you know, this mask thingy. It's just getting her out may be the hard part. Yeah. Do you think we're equipped for that? I hope so. Well, yeah. I, I wouldn't normally bring those two on such a dangerous trip, but they know her more than we do. By, well, what I've heard, just a couple of days more, but um, <laughs> that's what we're working with. Yeah. Yeah. But I believe in them. They pulled off some crazy shit before. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. A dark, airy world. A journey through the coldest recesses imaginable. A cursed land more likely to forget than to forgive. Pink. Be careful, heroes. Your path may look like a straight line, but the mind is a fickle creature, and so easy 